Welcome to the Kevin and Friends Show. I am your host and co-founder of the podcast, Kevin Kaufman, along with my business partner, Fred Weaver. We bring to you typically five podcasts a week. On Monday, I interview an expert in the field, sometimes in real estate, sometimes in marketing, sometimes just in entrepreneurship, people that I can really learn a lot from, and I think that you can too. On Tuesday, we bring to you industry headlines, kind of what is going on in the mortgage and real estate industry over the last few days, things that have made the news. We also bring you a couple times a week, I buyer updates in our segment called I Minute. And on Thursdays, every week, we bring to you a short business tip. The Kevin and Fred Show is a proud member of the Industry Syndicate uh, family of podcasts, and we are excited that you have joined us today. Oh, hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com slash referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Hello, boys and girls. It's Kevin Kaufman, your host, and I am excited about today's episode. My dear friend, Jessica Lentz from the Denver, Colorado area is my guest today, and we talk about so many things. Um, Number one, and probably most importantly to a lot of the listeners, how it was that she managed to build a business that where she's selling $15 million a year in real estate, working about five hours a day. Uh, and most importantly, how she does that through the power of boundaries. So I'm super excited for you to hear about that. We also talk about other things, kind of unique challenges as a, not just a female in the, in the industry, but as a mom in the industry. And I just, I love Jessica. She's amazing. Um, really great person, really great business person. Somebody you can learn from. I think you're going to enjoy today's episode. So without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Jessica Lentz. Jessica, what's going on? Hey, friend. How are you? Thanks for having me on. I'm doing good. I'm glad you could join us. Uh, finally, I get to I get to flip the script on you because last time we did this, it was you uh, and the other homegirls peppering me with questions. And so now it's my turn to ask you questions. I'm a little nervous, not going to lie, but I'll tell you the truth. So everybody better buckle up. <laughs> that's, that's why we're friends. Um, <laughs> right there. Uh, you know, so actually you were, you were, you guys were pretty nice. You weren't too bad um, when I was on so on your show. So I promised to return the favor and be just as nice. Um, okay. And you know, really, what I wanted to do today though is just chat with you, kind of about your business and your um, your experience in real estate so far, because I think you have a unique perspective. You per, you have a really cool business model, by the way, too, which I want to dive into. Um, just as far as like. What, you, what your model looks like between the coaching and the selling and how you got into coaching. I want to talk about that um, and just some other fun stuff. I'm sure we'll think of other fun things to talk about along the, uh, along the way of this conversation. Yes, we will talk about all the things. <laughs> we will. So why don't we start with, tell us how, how long have you been in real estate uh, and what does your business currently look like today? So I actually just had my six year anniversary and it's always funny when I say that because people are always like, you've only been in real estate for six years. And I'm like, yes, it's been six years. <laughs> feels like much longer. Um, so I've been in real estate for six years. I started out, um, I was very much the typical, I'm just going to get my license and sell a couple of houses a year kind of person. I was the person I hate, right? Because 
that's the person we all hate. Um, and I got licensed on a Thursday and I put my first house under contract on a Saturday. Um, I didn't even have access to the contract system here in Denver yet. And I had to use my mentor's contract software to write my first contract. Um, so that's how it started. Like it was really trial by fire with me. Um, so my first year in real estate, I really only sold for about six months and I closed a little under like 5 million. Maybe. Um, so, and everything I've ever done has been referral based. I was born in Littleton, raised in Littleton. I have a huge referral base. Um, I do a ton of community outreach stuff. I work with tons of nonprofits. I've always been super heavily involved in the schools. So my whole thing is party farming, you know, like you want to go have a beer? Like I'm your girl. You want a glass of wine? Let's go. Um, I've never been super business driven as far as, you know, cold calling, door knocking, things like that. So I have a pretty, in my opinion, I have a fun business model. Well, you definitely have fun with it. No, no doubt about it. But you've also got a very, I'm just going to be straight. Like you've got a very good and very profitable business model. Um, you know, you talk about being, you know, having been from little Littleton and living there for so long. So you've, you've clearly built a big sphere of influence. Have, have you gotten like more purposeful about that since you got into real estate or did you go into real estate thinking, gosh, I, I know, all, I know so many people here. I should be able to sell a couple homes a year. Um, no, I mean, like as time has gone on, I've gotten more purposeful talking to people and coaching and doing all the things I do now. But like in the beginning, I was like, cool, like this is super fun. And hopefully I get to go hang out with my friends and look at houses like they do on HGTV. Um, so as time has gone by, I'm super purposeful now. Um, I do two client events a year. I reach out consistently. I'm always the person that's going to call you on your birthday. You're not going to get like a generic Facebook message from me. My business is very much centered around, you know, being authentic, being real and developing real relationships with people. And I think you have to do that in a systematic way, as weird as that sounds. Because if you don't, there's so many people in my world now that I'm going to forget. And so, um, no, in the beginning, I was a starfish, like all over the place and had no idea what I was doing. And now everything is systematized and I work five hours a day, if that even. Okay. Hold on a second. You work five hours a day. So yeah. let's talk about, let's talk about your production. Like what have, what's your, what's the last 12 months look like for you? Um, so I am somebody very much who I actually turn business down quite a bit. Um, I am somebody who I refer out constantly somebody is not a good fit for me, if they're not a good fit for my lifestyle, I have very, very, very strict boundaries. Um, I've got a 19 year old and I have a 10 year old, um, being a young single mom, like I was with my 19 year old, it changed my perception on motherhood with my 10 year old. So I made a decision very early on in this business that I was only going to work the hours that my son was in school. So my first year in real estate, he was in preschool. So I worked, um, 930 to 1130 and that's it. That's it. Well, I worked. Um, so as he's gotten older, my hours have increased, but my hours are now, you know, Monday through Friday, really 1030 to about 230. Um, I do about 15 million a year in volume. I refer out, like I said, quite a bit. Um, if somebody just doesn't feel like they align with me, if I know they're going to be calling me at 10 o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night, that's not my life. That's not my jam. And I'm just not going to do it. So I refer out, but so I do million on my own so is that something are those like conversations because there's some there's people listening right now they're like what the hell do you mean you're not going to take their phone call at 8 30 or or whatever um is that like a conversation you have with your clients up front like 
how does that look like? Like, how do you, what, what does that process look like? How do you go, eh, I'm gonna have to refer her out. I'm gonna have to refer him out. Like, how do you, how do you determine that? So a lot of it, like we all know, like the different personality types. And when you're, I grew up in bars and restaurants too, which I think has been such a blessing in real estate because I'm very intuitive to who people are. And so I think that that might be a little bit more of like an art form with me, but like, let's be real. We know out of the gate when someone's a pain in the ass, like, you know, you know. Um, and so I have an expectation sheet that I give to all my clients and it's the expectation is I'm available until six o'clock at night. The expectation is that I'm fairly unavailable on weekends. And we go through those line by line and bit by bit. And if at any point I feel like they balk or they kind of revolt against what I'm saying, we're not a good fit. And I know 30 million other real estate agents who are going to be available at any given time, day or night to help you, but I'm not your girl. So, okay. I love that personally, like just because you've decided you have boundaries and, and that you're not willing to cross it for business. But like, what do you tell, what would you say to an agent who's going, yeah, but how do you not kind of just take anything and everything, especially early on in the first couple of years of your business? I mean, gosh, you're only at year six. So it's not like you're, you know, it's not like you're at year 20 or something, but like think about the first two or three years where it's harder for most people to get going. I mean, you've been around long enough that you realize and you see how many people come in and don't really find success or don't really get off the ground. What do you say to an agent who's like, yeah, but I can't afford to not work with the pain in the asses. So for me, um, I say this all the time, especially to like to my coaching clients. Um, for me specifically, real estate isn't about my success. Isn't just real estate. It's not about numbers. It's not about transactions. It's not about volume. When I look back on my life, I want everyone to say she had a great marriage. She was a really good mom. She was a good friend. I can't do those things if all I'm doing is serving my clients. So for me, when I have this conversation with my coaching clients, it's what else is important to you other than just money? You can make a lot of money and you can do a lot of really good things and you can do it in five hours if you choose to. And so um, I think when we become so money driven, that's where the issue is. So it's like, if you think that all, so if the agent who's going, yeah, you can't do that. Or you think you're thinking like the thought is only about that end result, that commission income that's going to come mm -hmm. out of it versus, Hey, what my business should be like, or mm -hmm. even what the service and what the relationship should be like with the customer. Yeah. I mean, how many agents do you know that sure they have all these pretty awards and they have this really great corner office and they've got 17 team members and their life's a train wreck. Their kids hate them. They're going through a divorce. They're working constantly. They're miserable to be around. They have nothing cool to talk about because all they do is talk to the assholes who take up every second of their day and they hate life. Like that to me is not success. Like I could go out and do 30, 40 million if I wanted to. I don't want to. I don't care not to. So that was going to be my next question because you clearly can. If you're working four or five hours a day and doing 15 million and you're coaching people on top of that. So it's not even like you're spending all of your time with buyers and sellers. Um, why not just go build a team and sell two or 300 houses a year and, you know, do, do all of that, which is the kind of the mega agent dream, if you will, in our industry. So I, it comes back to where I'm at in my life right now. I am perfectly happy with my business. I am perfectly happy with the way that um, my life is run right now. 
when my kids are gone and they're out of the house, like, I think that's a different conversation. I don't want to manage other people right now. I don't want to feel the pressure of leads and systems and, and having to coach because my coaching is depend their business is dependent on my coaching, which it is to an extent, but right. I think it's very different when you have team members and I'm just not in a place in my life where that's something I'm interested in doing right now. Okay. So I like that. So one of the, one, you know, you and I've talked a lot about this in the last few months, especially since um, you had agreed to be on a panel at NLA live this year, which obviously got infinitely canceled or postponed and, and pushed into 2021, stupid COVID-19. Um, yes. And you specifically, the panel you were going to talk on was going to be about, was going to be just for females. So like female only panelists, no, no guy. I wasn't even sure if I was going to let guys be in the room. Right. Um, because I think that you guys, you as a, especially as a mom, as a wife, and just as a female have different challenge and a different perspective than, than I do or, or any other man does for that, for that matter. Um, you know, I think, I remember you saying something to me, something like, I wish more females knew that they could have it all. And tell, like, tell me more about that. Why, why is that important to you? And can you, can you expand on that at all? So for me personally, I have conversations, not just with real estate agents, but just, you know, obviously women in general. And I constantly hear like, how do you do it all? How do you do all this? How do you, because it's a choice. It's, and I think like, that's what it comes back to. I think women sometimes feel like we don't have choices. Like we're constantly, it's an either or, it's an either or, or, right? Is that the word I'm looking for? The phrase I'm looking for? Mm -hmm. It's an and. And we have to constantly make decisions. And I just made the decision that like, I want to own a really cool business and have a really cool life with boundaries in place that allow me to be this really cool mom and this really involved wife and this, I'm, I'm the fun mom guys. Like I am. <laughs> and that's what I always wanted. I wanted the kids friends to know me and, um, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It just comes back to building a life with boundaries and being able to include all the pieces of your life in one place. So you said that word boundaries twice now. Yeah. So is that the key, having proper boundaries? I mean, my, my catchphrase is my boundaries are my non-negotiables. I mean, period, end of discussion. Like, if you don't respect your own boundaries, nobody else is going to. I, I totally agree with that. Um, I guess my question for you is how do you do that? Like, like what's the best, can you give me a piece of advice for, for setting, like, listen, I, like I, I get boundaries. In fact, I personally, I'm a lot, like I'm, I totally believe in them. Like I'm not picking up the phone. I mean, you can't even find my cell phone in like if you're a cross agent, like you can't even find my cell phone number. I'm really good at boundaries. Um, usually anyways, but how do you, how do you set boundaries or how do you advise other people who maybe who are having a hard time setting boundaries? I, so like for me, so part of the reason this became so important was back at the beginning, I ran around like everybody does. And five months into this, I was like, there has to be a better way. Right. And I went to my very first bold with Shannon Steer, who's like my biggest girl crush in the world. And she's cool. She started talking about a schedule and I was like, what? You can have a schedule in real estate. That's not even possible because I'm at the mercy of everyone else. And that's not true. And so I sat down, the advice that she gave to me was sit down and write down what is your most, 
what are the things that looking back, I can't remember how she worded it. What are the things looking back that you're never going to be able to get time back for? Write those down. And then that's what your boundaries are built around. I'm never going to be able to get back the time where I'm sitting in the carpool lane with Hayden, listening to crisscross while we wait to go right. I'm never going to get that back. I'm never going to get baseball back. I'm never going to get being the classroom mom back. So my entire business was built around those things. And that's how I think that when you get very clear on the things that time goes on. And so if you don't pay attention to your kids right now, that time's gone. You can't get it back. You can always get another deal. You don't get tied the second grade back with your son. So I think that's how you build your boundaries. What's the most important thing in the world to you? It should be your family. Why do you think more people don't set boundaries like that? They're so afraid. First of all, I think I'm probably on the opposite end of the world where I really don't care. Um, People care. People care if they get fired. People care when they upset somebody. People care. I care when my husband's mad at me. I care when I miss baseball practice. I care when I miss football practice. I don't care if Karen's mad at me because I didn't answer her inspection objection in the time that, you know, after my hours. I don't care. And it's not like I love and I care about my clients. Like I have amazing relationships with them, but my husband's more important to me than my clients. Okay. Why? So do you think it's that people care too much about what other people think? Oh, a thousand percent. They're afraid of losing the deal. And I think we are in an industry where numbers are everything. And so you're in constant competition, whether you're, whether you know it or not, like you're always in competition. I don't care. Someone's always going to beat me. Someone's always going to be better than me. Cool. As long as my family and I get to go to Hawaii this year, I don't care. You know, what's interesting is, yeah, like we are in an industry where like those numbers are always, you know, big, like it matters how many units or what your volume is or whatever. Um, And yet we're also in an industry where so many people are like totally living a lie behind those numbers, right? Like, or sometimes it's not even behind the numbers. They're just lying period about all of their numbers. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, It's so fascinating to me why that is so prevalent in what we do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the driving force behind most real estate agents. And we've talked about this too. Like show me your P and L. You can close 300 deals a year. Show me how much money you're really making. Show us the truth. And I would speculate most people are miserable and in debt. Yeah. I would, I would 100% agree with that. Like I've seen inside of many businesses I've, I've seen, um, you know, had conversations with thousands of agents probably at this point. Um, and yeah, like some people I've noticed, I, like I, I said this to a friend of mine a few months ago, I'm like, some people I know, like they think they built a business, but they actually just built a trap. Like that just keeps them trapped in forever. No matter how much money, even the ones that are like really successful, like I've got some friends that crush it, like making 750,000 to a million a year, like net take home pay, but it's still like they're trapped by it. Like they are absolutely trapped by it. They could never have a weekend off or attend a kid's sporting event or, or whatever. And to me, that just sounds miserable. Oh, it, there's not a shot in hell I would do it. <laughs> I just wouldn't. Yeah. Um, for me, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. So why do you, co- so then what, let me ask you this. So I, I, I get why, um, 
you're obviously making a lot of money selling real estate, but why start coaching people too? So the coaching piece of it is actually kind of funny. Um, I was the productivity coach at a market center here in Denver. In hindsight, it's 2020. Like I had no business being a real estate coach. I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't even know if I have any business being a real estate coach right now. But um, back then I had, I just had no business doing it. But what I found in doing that was I really loved helping and I really loved talking to people and learning about their business and seeing how we could figure out. And my biggest thing is like, you can have a really big business and not spend any money. And so what is the biggest thing that new agents complain about? Like they complain about, they don't have money. I don't have money. So I love helping people build their business the way that I did, which is on the cheap. Um, so I was involved in a national real estate group for women and just happenstance. Once I left um, that market center, I got involved in this uh, group and just happenstance people started to reach out to me to coach. And I was like, well, I could go ahead and continue to do this and do it in my own, on my own terms and in my own way without the confines of a market center around me. And so that's how it started. And it, it's all women. They're all moms. They're all like me. Um, they don't have a desire to do 200 deals a year, but like 50 would be cool. So let's figure out how to get to 50 um, and still live this really cool life with your kids. So that's how the coaching thing started. It was it was by accident and I only coach newer agents and moms. It really is really what it is. Really? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's okay. That's pretty cool. Do you, do you see yourself growing that at any, at any point or does that have to stay a certain size to kind of fit your schedule for now? I mean, I would love for it to grow and I would love to have like a system behind it. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I would love, in a perfect world, there would be other people who step in and help with some of like to grow these people a little bit more. So that way when they graduate with me, there's somewhere else for them to go and they're still in coaching and, um, cough, so cough, Lindsay. Thanks. Hmm? I said, cough, cough, Lindsay, get your shit together. <laughs> no hinting at all or yeah. passive aggressive commentary in that statement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry so. for the listeners. That was an inside joke for Jessica and I and <laughs> a former guest on the show, Lindsay, um, who's good friends. Uh, so cool. So you could see, you, so you can see that growing, just not, it can't just all be you. So what you're saying. No, I mean, I, the reality of it is like, I've never grown a team. I have no business coaching someone on how to grow a team. Like that's not my jam. That's not my thing. You want to fight with a FISBO? Like I'm a girl all day long. <laughs> You want to do community events? Like I'm your girl all day long, but, but in order to grow, like there has to be other people in here that are definitely above where I'm at. And, and again, it comes back to, I don't know everything. I don't want to know everything. So you got to have better people around you to be able to do those things. I like that. And, and I believe that too. Tell me, um, so it sounds to me like you're into learning um, and growing. Like, are you a reader? Like, what do you, like, how do you go to like expand your mindset and um, so you were to bold and when you met Shannon, so you're, you're not afraid of education. Like, is there, do you do something regularly? Do you just look for opportunities? What's that like? I think a lot of it's look for opportunities. And then I have been very diligent specifically the last three years about developing my relationships with other people throughout the country, real estate agents, um, you know, kind of the Justin Nelsons of the world to name drop him a little bit. 
Um, people that are just on a much different scale than I am, those mastermind phone calls, those text messages, this kind of stuff, I'm going to learn more from you guys than I am any book out there because you guys are, you guys are peeling back the layers and showing me the truth. Um, the homegirls piece of it has obviously been massive for me the last year and a half to have them in my world. Um, you know, three super strong women like me who have businesses that I can't even imagine. So masterminding and being friends with you guys has been the biggest, but I like listening to podcasts just like everyone else does and reading when I have time, but usually that's a murder mystery or something, not anything intelligent. <laughs> tell, tell us about homegirls. What's so, homegirls for the, for the listener who just heard you say that and doesn't know what it is. The homegirls are the, so four of us here in Denver, well in Colorado, we were sitting on a boat about a year ago. It was actually almost a year ago. Exactly. And we were like, we're really funny. And we have a lot of really funny stuff to say. We should start a podcast. <laughs> so we did. Um, and here we are a year later and we've got an incredible amount of downloads. We have a ton of followers just kind of out of nowhere. So um, that's been, that's been amazing. I feel like I've been in really intensive coaching for the last 12 weeks with the industry's top people. And every time I hang up, I'm like, Oh, I'm a loser. I need to get going. <laughs> Total loser. Um, <laughs> and so for those of you who don't know the like, so there's, so not just Jessica, but, but three of her friends, I mentioned one of them, Lindsay, uh, and then Kristen and Angela, who all, what I like about what you guys are doing is you all have different businesses. Like you guys yeah. legitimately all have a different business model. One of the things I love in our industry is the fact that we have the ability to choose what our business is like it doesn't have to be cookie cutter even though so many people try to take the cookie cutter approach um, in fact part of the reason why I do this podcast is like I want to highlight the fact that people can be successful doing different things I also think you said to me one time um, it was something like there's varying definitions of success right mm -hmm. it's not it doesn't have to just look like one thing and so that's one thing I like about the four of you is you guys definitely don't have the same there's not even two businesses that look similar not even. Yeah. Angela um, is a broker owner down in Colorado Springs. Kristen is a husband and wife team. Lindsay is one of the top agents here in the Denver area. She had a massive team and now it's just her and a TC. Um, and her and I have started partnering up on a couple things. So it's, it is, we're all across the board and we all have, if you talk to each one of us, like just the difference in what we all do is crazy and fun and awesome. Yeah. It's pretty cool stuff. Um, all right. So let's, um, let me ask you this, like, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with a couple like rapid fire one-off questions. And then as we, as we start to wrap up, uh, okay. you, you look nervous. I'm sorry. Did I scare you with that? Yeah, no, we're good. Um, okay. So top three pieces of advice for kicking ass. So whether that could be like a coaching client, another agent, a friend, you know, could just be a friend from, you know, a different industry. Just like someone says to you, Hey, Jessica, like, I just want to do more. I want to do better. I want to kick ass. What, what are your top three pieces of advice? Ooh, boundaries, obviously. I mean, I think we've been very clear on that. Um, setting expectations is a huge one. Um, I think if you set expectations with clients, with anybody, things just go better. And the other thing is like, always be honest. Even if it hurts, like always be honest. People are going to respect and appreciate you more. And that's going to get you a better reputation, whether it's in the coaching world or your client world or your sphere, people are always just be honest. Yeah. 
Okay. Those are solid. What is, what are you most excited about right now? What am I, what am I most excited about right now? That the fact that I'm still closing deals in COVID. <laughs> no, um, honestly, you know, I touched on this very briefly. Lindsay and I have been partnering up on a couple things. Um, I'm super excited about that. I think it's been really eye-opening for me. I, we always say real estate's an island and you're kind of by yourself. It's been amazing for me to have somebody um, to talk to and bounce ideas off of. Um, and then I, I'm obsessed with our podcast. I know that sounds super egotistical, but I'm like obsessed with what we're doing. So I'm super excited about that. It's awesome. Uh, quick plug for that. Where, so what's the name of the podcast? Homegirls CO. Homegirls CO. Look them up uh, on Apple now, finally, and, and everywhere, like everywhere, everywhere. you get podcasts, right? And yeah. We've had a little battle with, with Apple on that. Um, what is something in the last, say, 12 months you've changed your mind on? Partnerships. <laughs> Leverage. Um, I'm a control freak, so everything has been very much me, 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 me. Uh, nobody can do it better than me. Nobody is smarter than me. Um, I hired a VA. That's been amazing. That's good. And um, I've actually let people show houses for me. So Whoa. That's amazing. Um, so I'm learning to let go. So leverage has been something that um, has been really eye-opening for me the last few months. As stupid as that sounds, but it's the truth. Cool. What's, uh, what's something we should talk about or I should ask you about that, that I haven't so far? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing? You sure about that? I don't know. What else do you want to know, Kevin? I don't, anything that you think the listeners should know about Jessica? You know, I think for me, my entire life has just been like an uphill battle. You know, I was a teen mom. I was a single mom. I've always been told you can't do something. It's too hard. It's too this. It's too whatever. Um, and I've always, I've spent my entire life, adulthood, fighting that stigma. And I feel like that's a little bit of me in real estate is you know, a little bit of the rebellion. You don't have to close 200 houses a year and you don't have to work 100 hours a week. Um, you can live life on your terms regardless of what anyone says. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I was just having this conversation yesterday with a family member about like, you don't have to follow the societal norms. You don't have to do things a certain way. Mm -hmm. um, do, it, do it on your own, you know, or do, do it with whatever success is to you, like do that. And don't worry about what other people think is right or the, you know, the right way to do things or the right path, if you will, but just follow your own path. Be authentic. I mean, I think that that's one of the funniest parts about real estate to me is we all think that we have to be like this pencil skirt wearing bouffant hair, you know, and really like I'm a yoga pant wearing hair in a dirty bun most of the time, <laughs> you know, doing my thing. And, um, be you, be authentic. That's what people are going to be attracted to. Yeah, totally agree. All right. So where do people find you? Someone wants to catch, catch up with you or send you a referral, um, learn more about you. Where do they, where do they go? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Jessica Lentz. Um, Jessica Lentz, your Denver Metro realtor is what I'm, what I am on Facebook. I, isn't that sad? I don't even know anymore. It's been so long. You could always reach out to me and I'll just connect you directly. I'll send you <laughs> the profile but, so you can follow it. The most important thing is to follow our, our Homegirl CO page because that's where all the good stuff really is right now. All right. Homegirl CO, you can find her on 
you can find them on gosh pod or um, of course the podcast but on facebook and instagram as well so mm-hmm. check them out follow them and if you're not you'll be happy that you did cool all right any 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 last parting words for us jessica nope just be you that's it just do you love it all right then guys we're done with this week's episode of the kevin and fred show with my friend jessica lentz we'll talk to you again soon bye thanks kevin did you enjoy today's podcast join the kevin and fred community part of exp realty and partner with us today you'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month live events and in-person masterminds digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.